Hello, and welcome to episode 269 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have a review of Punisher number one from 2022 by Marvel Comics. Your creative team is writer Jason Aaron, art by Jesus Sayas and Paul Azasea, and your colors are by Dave Stewart with lettering by Corey Petit. This is your spoiler alert for Punisher number one of 2022. Um, this is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. So Noah, um, you know, generally what we do when we have an interview is uh, we do sort of like elevator pitches, uh, but we're with reviews, we just sort of do initial thoughts. So let's um, let's do do initial thoughts, and then we'll go into a more of a, a deep dive on this book. Yeah, I was I was generally intrigued by everything in this book. I really like the setup. Uh, I like that. It feels like a good number one for people who are fans of the book, but I would imagine that it's a good place to jump on if you want to read a Punisher book, but aren't too familiar. Mm -hmm. It does a good job of catching you up and with not just the opening section, but also with other things along the way that just sort of make you understand what, what Punisher is about. And that's, that's great. And it, it's also cool to see Jason Aaron, you know, just do anything sort of darker these days. Um, yeah, so it just feels like a, I don't know, it feels like a welcome home for Jason Aaron, where it's like, yeah, like this is uh, this is what we like you doing the best. Jason is doing some really dark, messed up stuff. So yeah, yeah. I liked it. What, but what about you? What are your general thoughts? Yeah, I I liked it a lot. I think it does a couple of things. It's the 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 beginning is probably sort of like comfort food for for any any Punisher fan. You know, you you, you open up um sort of a, a ragtag group of criminals the punisher showing up being sort of a force of nature and and you know s- you know slaughtering everybody so i feel like that part is just sort of you know all right you know this book's going to go in a couple of different directions but you're still going to get you, you know the the core of this stuff you're still going to get um yeah. and then you, then you get like a really cool sort of double page splash that pays homage to a lot of the different artists who have worked on the book um so again you get that's a little bit of comfort food for for any punisher fan um and then i think there's like a two-page almost like movie title uh splash page before we we get going so i really enjoyed this book as well i thought for number one it does it did a lot of things that um we would expect from a punisher number one and i think as we continue to go through this well it does a lot of things that you wouldn't expect a punisher number one to do yeah, and I think we had a lot of speculation going into this, you and I, about what this book would be like. It felt kind of, not to put too negative of a comparison, but it felt kind of like a Secret Empire type deal, where you have the this one character maybe being a little out of character in, in, in a new role that they're in. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say that this book did a really good job of making this feel inevitable, and I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, we could talk a little bit about that. I mean, because, you know, we gave a spoiler alert and, you know, obviously those those images, you know, when the, the new logo was displayed, you know, um, you know, people knew that that Frank was in charge of the hand here. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, before we go too much into that, I want to talk a little bit about the fact that they switch up the the, the Punisher logo and he has a new logo. Um, okay. I have so I think that it's it's great in, in a couple of ways. It um, 
you know, it's the Punisher number one. He's got a new look. I know that there's, you know, it's, it's the internet. People go, you know, people love it. People hate it. People are mad on things. Um, but I think it's interesting that it's a Punisher number one. So you have a fresh start. You have the ability to, to do something new. You put Frank in charge of the hand. He updates his logo. But I feel like the getting behind the scenes, this is a little bit of a way for them to, and when I'm saying they, I'm saying this is a little bit of a way for Marvel to step away from that traditional skull with the sort of three to four bone teeth at the bottom that's been, you know, sort of implemented by people who don't understand what the, what the Punisher is all about. So I, I feel like, I don't know if there was like political machinations behind the scenes that like, Hey, let's, we're going to, we need to maybe just take a step back from this, this logo for a little bit. Um, what do you think about that? I agree. That's a really good way of, that's a really good way to do it too. And I think that if they were trying to do that, they went about it the right way and not, not in a way that felt reactionary, but in a way that seems, I mean, like if it is reactionary, it is reactionary, but they did a good job of hiding the reaction. If it is reactionary. Um, yeah. Because yeah. Um, yeah, because as we keep going, we'll see that, you know, there's, there's, there's a reason for him in, in charge of the hand. Uh, but let's, let's, let's go a little bit further. Um, you know, we see this group at the beginning, you know, there's a, there's a weapons deal going on. There's a lot of clever sort of Marvel uh, lore there with the, the different types of the weapons i, I enjoyed reading mm-hmm. that that gave me a bit of a chuckle i wondered i was like it's like i bet matt's really digging this <laughs> like i was when i was reading it i, I was like this is right up matt's alley yeah because i mean there's there's a couple of schools of thought that like if the punisher was you know just an average guy in you know the marvel universe how how does he survive all of this you know this long um you know but it, it was cool and and i enjoyed it so he takes mm-hmm. out those guys um and then he flies back um and we see some of his uh his setup with the, with the hand um do you want to talk about this sort of transition where we, we have the sort of the, the traditional punisher taking out bad guys but then we go a little bit further um, you know, he flies back to to the headquarters of the hand and he talks to some people. Why don't, why don't you talk about your, your feelings on, on this part of the book? Uh, one thing I like, and I hope they go into this, is sort of we've one thing, you know, you talked about Punisher's sort of redesign with the 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 his chest emblem. But another thing that they they don't move away from in this issue, they do show him in sort of classic Punisher mode later on. But uh, now he's using a sword. Mm-hmm. which is sort of not his mo normally and i really like that and i hope they go into that a little later but it is cool to see him be like a ninja now basically um and i love the and i also just i think marvel also has sort of been really good about like when they've been relaunching characters like they did this a couple years ago with the immortal hulk but they had that like awesome epic double page spread like right in the middle of the book revealing mm-hmm. the hulk and it was so freaking cool and this this right here they have it too like just this awesome double page like wide shot it's it's iconic uh, already and um great way to reveal a new character design yeah so um you know he gets back to the hand and we find out that sort of the the the, the frank's killing is is not done there they've collected some more some more baddies for for him to deal with um before we go into the flashback what do you think about the fact that um uh, you know, Frank is, is, is doing this. I, I feel like 
he would do this um but this is a little bit out of character for him as well i mean these you know he's not in the course of of action taking these people down these people were sort of brought to him as 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 baddies what what did you think about that part it definitely raises questions that i think are started to be answered at the end of the book and then mm-hmm. more questions are raised so i like that i like the setup there yeah cuz you definitely feel like um there's there's something there's something um making him sort of beholden to to the hand right you know mm-hmm. you like he normally wouldn't do these i mean he has no problem you know taking out bad guys but like we said earlier he, he probably wouldn't do it in this fashion so they have something on him that you know we sort of get this early on in the book right yeah it's really cool how it's laid out with this moment right here uh you know what one thing that you know it's it's enough to be like wow he's now in charge of the hand but then you see that he's not really in charge he's still a tool mm-hmm. of the hand like all the other ninjas are mm-hmm. uh which again sort of again that that raises that question of okay why is it this way and it's cool because then it just immediately follows that up with the flashback which flows really nice and naturally so like you know you ask a question and then it starts to get answered so i like that yeah, so the you, you you talked about the flashback. So yeah, we ha- we have the flashback here. Um, you know, this is great. You know, Punisher violence, um, mm-hmm. and this is you know ninja action. This is um, you know cl- you know Marvel comics. We have a long history of of ninjas and and the hand. So for just I feel like it maybe it was like five six pages of just fighting and and, and violence, right? It's it's like. Yeah, and it, it intercuts with the past and the present of of just sort of showing it has again. It sort of has this really cool thing where it flashes forward again. You see him chopping the head off of a guy, and then you see all the dead bodies on the floor. But then you mm-hmm. see him walking by, like walking through his quarters, mm-hmm. and you see all his old Punisher gear, like up on the walls, including like the crazy weapons that you kind of see in that like double page spread um, earlier in the book. Yeah. You know, like you kind of see like sort of like the remnants of his past and even his his old emblem is on this like shrine. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of interesting. Again, like, you know, more questions are raised, but it's sort of cool, dramatic tension trying to to like, you know, keep you asking questions, but also kind of keeps you in suspense as mm-hmm. to what happened in the past to sort of get to this point. So, yeah, I like that. But then you're right. Then it does get to this like sustained action that goes on for one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> seven seven pages of just pure carnage of, and, of the punisher just laying waste to the hand and there's uh there's a uh i don't know if she's ever named in there but she's sort of like madam hand or, or something like that that's sort of watching it and she's just sort of in awe of like the the destructive nature of of, of frank and she is excited that and you we can see that you know, almost from her facial expressions and what we've seen earlier that she sees that she can use him um, as a tool for, for what she wants to, to get done. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, uh, there's a, one thing I was going to ask you about, and um, what, what do you think of uh, Jesus uh, Saez's uh, art on the, on this book? I, uh, I really liked it. Um it's um it's it's you know it's pretty clean um it's got uh you know i I feel like frank looks looks right um you know sometimes they de-age frank and sometimes 
Um, you know, his his age floats back and forth, you know, but uh, I, I felt like it was it was it was pretty good art. Um, you know, it's it, the, the action, as we were saying, you know, there's tons of ninjas jumping around. Um, but you as the artist, what, what were your thoughts? Well, I'm looking at it now and I definitely liked it as I read it. And I think we've talked about this, that, you know, good comic art, whether it's lettering, colors, inks, pencils, doesn't draw attention to itself. Like, you know, it, it's meant to obviously it's great to have things like this where we talk about it and we look at it in more in depth and then mm -hmm. get to appreciate the art. But a really a good comic is something that you kind of can speed through and get the whole gist of it. Yeah. Easy. So now looking back at it, I'm kind of really appreciating a lot of the art, like a lot of the like detail that goes into the art. Uh, Seiya seems to be really focused on the figure and like really fleshing out the, the tones and things. And I, I kind of want to reread some of the, other things I've read by Jesus Saez, um, like his other Star Wars stuff, which I've read a couple of bit of, which I've read a bit of, mm -hmm. uh, because I, I was like, I feel like this is sort of a, an evolution for him. Like, I feel like he's gotten better. And I, it, it almost, he's not exactly like Asad Ribich, but it kind of feels like that. Like that's mm -hmm. sort of what he's going for right here. And that might be Dave Stewart's colors as well, but it, it feels much more, uh, epic and painterly which i think really fits this story uh yeah. yeah like almost like if you know like if if they had gotten asad ribich to do this book like it would feel like epic and I, that's uh, that's definitely how this book feels yeah yeah i think there's certainly um there's a couple of books that i feel like move fast when you read them like mm -hmm. i feel like a daredevil book moves fast um, and a Punisher book certainly moves fast. So to have that art telling style that you, um, you, uh, you, you move really quickly. Cause you know, for me, um, I read this and I felt like I read it really quickly. Uh, but then again, it was one of those books where after I was done, I was still sort of, I was still sort of thinking about it and, and going yeah. back and going, okay, I wonder what Jason Aaron was thinking here. And then I'll go, Oh, okay. So, you know, he was, and then I like, I like to think of like Jason Aaron, like sitting around going, all right, I got to do a Punisher one. How am I going to, you know, change things up and, and, and stuff like that, which I, which we're, we're getting pretty close to getting to here. Um, yeah. So at the end of the, the fight, the, the lady who's, who's been watching, she says she, she has something for him. Um, or ask if these belong to, to him and it's like a, a tray full of knives and he says no um, and then we see somebody being led um, just from the bottom half um, and, 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 and that's sort of being presented to, to Frank there. I don't think there's anything past that at that point, right? No, there isn't. Yeah, so um, but we, we do see uh, we do cut to Frank back at the, you know, the headquarters of the hand. And then we realize why he's been doing everything that we've seen in this issue. So again, we, we gave them the spoiler alert, but um, what's his wife's name? Is it Maria? Yeah. Uh, she is, she is back. Um, the, the hand who has the, the ability to, to resurrect dead people has resurrected frank's dead wife yeah uh, which and, no go yeah, ahead please good no 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 I, I think i know where you're going so go ahead yeah so which makes everything that we've seen 
up to this make make sense like this is this is what frank would would do for the ability to 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 have his wife back right yeah yeah and i really like the reveal again it kind of is it goes back to sort of the dramatic tension i really like the um i like how aaron slows you down on the Mm -hmm. with the dialogue on that one page right when she when the the lady hydra not hydra i'm sorry the lady hand um asks him for the second time if she sees anything that belongs to him mm-hmm. and then how the page next page after it has those like text box of narration mm-hmm. and um it really slows you down but it kind of ratchets up the tension and suspense like you like you kind of know where it's going but it, and it makes that splash page like really land hard mm-hmm. at the end um but I really also I like the details on Maria like you see all the bullet holes and that kind of plays that like we didn't we didn't talk about it too much but the opening of the book with excuse me Policetta's opening where he he shows the the sort of like the like what the bad day that led that be like made Frank who he was and you see it all from his perspective yeah the sort of kind, the the, uh, the 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 classic origin story that that we know right but just a, yeah, a recap for it, folks it, but the bullet holes in Maria at the end are really like a payoff to that. Like it was mm-hmm. really good that they had that set up at the beginning. So you would kind of get the full weight at the end. Um, yeah. yeah. I really liked it. And if you couldn't tell, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So, um, you know, that's basically our review. Let's, let's discuss uh, a couple things maybe okay. in the realm of, of predictions. Um, I, I guess maybe first things, uh the, the the kids have to be here too correct right they he wouldn't just make this deal just for just for one right the, the kids have to be running around somewhere yeah i wonder about that uh the only thing i have and i guess we'll go into this too with our next points is that we bring you bring this up all the time but they're like not not on the podcast but when we talk about stuff like the the remender uh run of punisher where like his family got brought back to life i think i can't remember who brought it back like mephisto maybe yeah it was mephisto um, and then he just blew him right away yeah exactly blew him, blew, him, blew him you know just killed him right away yeah yeah and that was remender writing obviously and like remender's reputation with superheroes isn't as sort of like prestigious as aaron's is mm-hmm. uh i doubt like but the thing is is that aaron is a very self-aware writer and he's a very like very aware of everything going on in comics so i kind of am like i feel like if the kids are back that that feels like kind of a low blow and it also feels like ground that's been tread like so many times with other superheroes and frank right yeah like having the kids back i i kind of feel like it's just maria because i think if the kids were back they would have shown that because frankly kids are really easy like easy emotional manipulation Population, mm-hmm. you know uh like immediately if you see a kid in anything like you know you immediately like or like especially in an action story or like a, something where violence is involved you immediately get scared you yeah. know and you immediately understand the risk so yeah. i just feel like i don't feel like the kids are alive because yeah. of that and i also uh, feel like that would be low-hanging fruit for aaron i feel like he's he's playing the long game here yeah and actually as you were you were given that um your, your thoughts there i was thinking uh, that makes sense but also maybe it's a, a thing where you know they've shown the hand has shown them that they can bring maria back and maybe they're just sort of 
to make sure that he doesn't like sort of take her and run away. It's sort of like, hey, you know, two more years of service to us and, you know, kid one comes back, you know. So there like maybe go. that's yeah. maybe that they had they, they need something to sort of keep him from just sort of I mean, he's the Punisher after all. Like, yeah, yeah. He he could just decide that, hey, you guys are the hand. You're not that much greater. I got my wife back. I'm gonna shoot up the place, and and we're gonna we're gonna take off. So maybe they still have something uh, that they can hold over him to to keep him um, under some of the somewhat of their control. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like that's sort of his uh, the end goal with all of this. Like when he finally, um, I don't know, gives the world over to the hand, he gets that. Yeah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's a really cool. That's a good prediction. So that would lead into the to the next thing is, um, does this last? Does one him being with the hand? Does uh, I, I I I should take that back. Not everything's not going to last. How long do you see? Um, do you see this this possibly lasting? Like an arc, two arcs. Um, how long was uh? Like, I feel like a good judge of things like predicting things like that is to look at like, um, like Sam Wilson as Captain America kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, like how long did that last? Like maybe two or three years. Yeah, I um, feel it, it, I, I can't I can't remember exactly. Yeah, but I feel like oh. I think maybe like he like again, that was a remainder thing, which yeah. is great. Uh, I think that was maybe like. I think maybe it was like 2014, 2013, I think Sam became became Captain America. And then I think around was it 2017 was Secret Empire. So a little bit before then Cap came back. So that's like three or four years. Yeah. I could and see that. I mean, like I could see it lasting. I think that's the longest it'll last. Yeah. I don't know how long Aaron will be writing Punisher, though. Uh I don't it, it just is it's sort of a weird thing. Like even people like Ennis who wrote him for a long time. I feel like a lot of writers don't like writing Punisher for a long time because like, I I was thinking about it today and I I feel like Ennis comes back and forth with him, that kind of thing, like, and and tells a story here and there Mm -hmm. nowadays, but I kind of feel like he's got to be kind of a boring character to write for some writers because there's just no growth normally. Like, you know, it's just... you know he doesn't do much as far as being a character goes and it's really hard to write for a character that doesn't grow and you know he just reacts and he i Mm -hmm. guess that i mean like i like like, i love the punisher and i always find it interesting what he does with it but i'd have to imagine that writing for the punisher has to be kind of draining because you just have to be thinking of exterior circumstances for him to overcome yeah yeah so and I, yeah and probably the, the this new the, the these two new aspects that have been introduced to it him being the leader of the hand him having his wife back um you know you're gonna get conflict with the hand and you can possibly get some you know character growth that we don't always get to see with frank because you know um frank doesn't have a lot of days where you know he has a bad day at the office no. And then he gets to go home to his family and, you know, cuddle in, in bed. You know, it's a lot of times it's him stitching himself up, you know, eating a can of, you know, or drinking some water and having some protein bars and, and going to sleep and getting up to do it the next day. So there's a little bit of, I guess, for as long as this goes on, there's a chance for some 
character development that we normally wouldn't get to see. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, that's, that's a good point. So maybe, you know, maybe Aaron has an idea for like, maybe it, you know, we're also living in the age of Jonathan Hickman, right? Like coming Mm -hmm. back and doing stuff with X-Men. So it could be something where it only goes for two years and Aaron gets to tell his story and be done or even less than that, you know, like just gets to finish up his arc and then just pass him along to, you know, the next guy. Yeah. Or, or or woman i don't know you know that you know wh- whoever person writes next yeah sure. so like it could go either way i guess sure okay um i guess one last thing and then we'll we'll do like a do a rating um do you see anybody in the marvel universe that if they get wind of this um would want to step in and and, and stop it obviously i i think the i'll give my first choice as i feel like um, if Electra finds out about this, she's yeah. gonna she's gonna have something to say about that. So that seems like the obvious first choice for a Marvel character to come in and be like, you know, what's what's the deal here? Um, you know, I have a lot of experience with the hand. What are what are you doing? I don't know if we'd have some sort of character back and forth there. Um, so I, I I know I took the obvious choice, but is is there anybody else you think who might uh, come in here and? Be like, Frank, what's the deal with you in the hand? I think, yeah, I think Electra was obvious. And she's Daredevil now, right? Yes, she is the yeah. the lady or the, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say the lady. I think the woman without fear. The woman without fear. Yeah. yeah. I, I well, so today I was at the LCS and um, I, I, I kind of feel like just off the top of my head, just because he's kind of hot right now, I could see maybe someone like Shang-Chi popping up. Mm-hmm. Um becoming a a a big player in this Uh, how does this so how does this punisher work is there like another like branch off series going on too like isn't there like a war journal series also coming out soon oh if there is i i haven't i haven't seen it okay okay maybe i'm wrong maybe there is just the one series but i was like i was trying to figure out if there were like multiple punisher things going on uh Okay, yeah. Like I, I so I guess that's a long shot is Shang-Chi. I don't know if how much Aaron would want to bring him in. Another yeah. one I was thinking about because Iron Fist actually played into uh some of the Avengers stuff mm-hmm. that Aaron was writing. I could see Iron Fist also popping up. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, I I think again, sort of the the obvious choice is Electra. Yeah. Um, and then daredevil might be matt murdoch when i not you know i know that daredevil is is you know whoever is sort of in costume there but i could see matt murdoch um one because of his they're both sort of street level heroes and they both have a well matt murdoch as well has a history with you know fighting ninjas in in the hand so um cool all right so i think that was everything let me check all right um all right, so let's give it a rating, uh, one being the lowest, 10, 10 being the best, um, uh, and I'll let you go first. Well, what would you rate it? Um, I'd give it a good, like, like 8.8 out of 10, I think. Like, I, I uh, it didn't, like, rock my world where I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah, like, this is going to be great. I did add it to my sub, which okay. my subs, which is, like, I'm, I am looking forward to the next issue, but it's not, like, one 
Um, I'm trying to think of like, you know, how like Rorschach number one, I'm sorry, I like going to Tom King, big yeah. surprise, but you know, like, it's not like how Rorschach number one was like, oh my God, like this is going to be big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's sort of like 8.8, .8, I would say like, it, it's good. Like it's great, but it's not like a 10 for me, which I would say like Rorschach one is like my, my 10 right there. But yeah, go ahead. What, what, what's your rating? Wow. We're, we're not very, uh, we're not very interesting. Uh, uh, we, we agree. And I was, I was in my head, I was saying 8.5. I thought it was, Okay. It was, it was done really well. It gave me, it gave me everything that I that I wanted. It, it gave me some new stuff, and it gave me like I, I thought it was one of those good comics again because I, it was something that I read, and I still sort of it was sort of in my head for for a day or two of me sort of nerdily trying to to deconstruct it. And again, I was like, you know, I'm having like daydreams of of Jason Aaron sitting there going, all right, I have to write the Punisher. What what am I gonna do? I'm gonna <laughs> make him. The leader of the hand, why why would he do this? You know, oh, because you know he they were able to to bring his wife back. So yeah, um, yeah. So an eight point it was an eight point eight and an eight point five. So we we average out to an eight seven, right? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I guess before I go, I have one more prediction. I guess one character that I didn't think about would show up would uh, be uh, Wolverine. Um, I think that'd yeah. be really cool to see Jason Aaron write Wolverine again, but that's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that would be good because also, you know, um, uh, 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 you know, a history with ninjas and that with that healing factor, he could yeah. uh, take on a lot and, you know, you, you would have, a, you would have another sort of epic, uh, you know, five, six pages of, of ninja, ninja action. Yeah. And wasn't, uh, wasn't Frank Miller's Wolverine in the eighties. Didn't, didn't, didn't Wolverine fight the hand in that book? Like that, that graphic novel. Pretty sure uh, he did. Yeah. And I think there was like silver samurai and, and, that, yeah. and that kind of stuff. So yeah. 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 Okay, cool. cool. All right. So maybe what we'll do is we'll give this series, you know, a good five, six issues and sort of come back and check in with, with the yeah. state and maybe see if any of our predictions came true. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. If you could check the show notes, I'm going to have a link to Cthulhu invades Wonderland. That's a Kickstarter that's going on right now. Noah did a pinup for that book and I wrote a story for that book. Um, so Kickstarter link in the show notes. If you want to follow the podcast, we're on Twitter and that is at Construct Compod. Instagram is Constructing Comics Pod and Facebook is Constructing Comics. I'd like to once again, thanks everybody, thank everybody for listening. Please be safe, be nice to each other and go out there and make some comics.